hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. You are my podcast, my only podcast. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass. Oh, my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know Phone Boy. Those two are those two are pretty interesting to listen to. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You just can't trust them. Fuck you too! You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. Yeah, you're talking peak, no agenda right there. And it's uh, episode 67 of The Lotus Effect, where uh, you know where the show's made up and the content just doesn't matter. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I'm phone boy. Is that what they say? So we finally <laughs> met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah! Well, that's what you keep telling me every time I ask you, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, well. And I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Okay, so we have a couple of clips to uh, introduce our, our our today's topic, and it's uh, it, it this this it comes courtesy of a song. Well, I think we'll play in the in the uh, we will in, definitely play, play in this, Studio Thirty Three. Uh, a little a little uh, a little clip from uh, the Existential Blues. Such predicaments I must forge ahead to dream the impossible. Walking under a naked eye, I was find the truth of life. I said, but you know, kids, I can handle a big green glow in a dark house, but hell, I can handle a dark forest. I can handle a little old lady, but it's a very strange road you're sending me down. I've seen yellow stripes in the middle of a road before, but kids are uh, never quite that wide. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, if it wasn't clear, yeah, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, dreams. Dream within a dream. And uh, yeah, this kind of it, this is uh, this topic. I, I don't know. We got some stories around this topic that we'll tell in the toast and jam. But uh, uh, one that actually happened just this morning during production. Yeah, there you go. And uh, and so uh, I mean, you know, what what do they mean? What does it matter? Um, well, you know, we'll tell you what the experts say, as long as what we say. And of course, it, hopefully, it'll be entertaining, uh, as it as it always is. Usually yeah. is. It usually is. And so, um, and we like to thank our. Um, well, we'd like to, we'd like to thank those of those folks who've given us uh, value in different ways because uh, we are a value for value podcast. And there's lots of ways to express value to us. If you uh, are listening in a, uh, a a podcast that allows you to stream satoshis or boost, uh, so boost us, bitch. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, get, you know, if, you, if your podcast app doesn't have that, go to you know, take off all your clothes and go to nudepodcastapps.com and actually go go get yourself one and. Uh, but uh, we, we want to recognize top value for value. That's right. That's Every we, week, Sir Rev Cybertrucker coming in with the cavalcade of stupidity. Yeah. O- only when life epically fucks him 
does it fuck up us having a fantastic submission from that genius musical mind that is Sir Rev Cybertrucker. Yeah, I, so you, thank you for your courage, sir. Yes. And the submission this week. Yes. Uh, so, cut, so, so we do have a uh, we 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 are live in, in we do we do this live at, at four p.m. Central on Saturdays at uh, Lotus Effect at Stream, and uh, we also there's also the companion uh, troll room at uh, Lotus Effect Chat, and uh, one one of our uh, one of our listeners, Cotton Gin, actually uh, th- there's a bot there that will uh, take a uh, that you you can feed it some uh, information to take clips of us saying the the the, the weird and wacky. Show shit that we say um and so uh yeah we were playing with it here pre- pre-stream and it's pretty awesome actually you it is me. quite awesome yeah so uh, i'd like to thank cotton gin for that and, and servo for of course uh you know logging all this stuff in gal in case we want to go back and look for it later yes um, thank you both gentlemen yeah, fantastic yeah, fantastic yeah, value yeah so you can you can contribute monetary value by going to uh, lotus show and there's a we like money button in, the, in, the, in yellow there that you can click and it will take you to paypal and you can uh uh, you know, you can set up a donate. You can set up a recurring donation. Do it one time, however you want to do that. Um, but for those who 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 did boostograms uh, through through new uh, new podcasting apps, uh, well, uh, we got a lot of boostograms here that we'll go through. And most of these come. Uh, and a lot of times, uh, we will also we take musical requests through boostograms during the after party that we do called Studio Thirty Three. So, um, and you, and there there is no recording of that. You just have to jo- you just have to join us. Um, so. And so we and we like to splash the walls with Satoshis and, and Phoenix like l- loves doing it. Yes, I uh, do. Yeah, she she boosted uh, thirty three thirty three sats saying Kaba Wabo because Thor il Divad fuck which I which I think was fuck David Lee uh, in backwards. Uh, it so, was yeah, it was in course. response to Net Ned. Yes, uh, then we got another boost from you for thirty three thirty three sats saying run around Van Halen because the music is great Net Ned. Net, Ned. Um, and then and then Phoenix boosted another thirty three thirty three sats saying best of both worlds to end the debate and then i and i have to ex- and 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 then and then i'll exp- and then net ned boosted 33 33 sats saying is that song about how dlr runs circles around sammy <laughs> i refuse to dignify that with a response in satoshi's <laughs> yes that's about the only you know they're the only uh, vigorous debate that we have among us is who's the who's the better who was the better lead singer in, in van halen but uh, anyway sammy yeah, um, David Lee. You anyway. wish. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> um, weirdo uh, gets out on the action with a hundred sats saying test. I think he finally got uh, Fountain working properly, so he can yeah, finally things. stopped giving him shit. Yeah, and so then he boosted uh, thirty three thirty three sats saying Volbeat still counting. That was a great song request, and then uh, he boosted thirty three thirty three three sats. So five threes uh saying we drift deeper into the sound and motorcycle as the rush comes and then he boosts another 33 30 or you boost 33 33 sat saying mom's song which i which i take to mean stand by you by rachel platten that's right um and that song drives sir bemrose nuts yeah so weirdo boosts 11 11 sat saying hot action cop fever for the flavor we do that um and uh let's see uh and then and then you and then you boosted sixty nine, sixty nine sats saying, "Who's got the hooch?" Uh, th- and then you boosted thirty three, thirty three sats saying, "Brantley Gilbert, kick it in the sticks for weirdo." Uh, then you boosted another thirty three, thirty three sats saying, "Ludicrous fantasy." Um, 
weirdo fires back with 1111 sats saying the offspring pretty fly for a white guy uh you boosted back another 3333 sats saying s&m rihanna um and then weirdo boosted 8008 our boob uh boost we like boob boosts uh saying uh, chris calico titties Featuring Tech Nine, yeah, that was a great track. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, Weirdo uh, with eleven eleven sets saying Ariola featuring Chris Calico and and Maskilla. Okay, uh, that was that was a that was a good one. Wreck it. Uh, then we then Weirdo boosted with nine 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 sets saying Wreck Reckonex effect uh, Rump Shaker, and then we needed to shift gears. So you did. Uh, so you boosted thirty three thirty three sats saying cocaine. A little slow hand to shift gears. I agree with that. And then you boosted 3333 sats saying titties and beer. Rodney Carrington, we played that. And then you boosted during the week a, a 10,000 sats saying boost my bitch. And we just got a, a live boostogram here from Rev Cybertrucker who boosted 10,000 sats saying woot lotus time. I'm good with that. Uh, so thank you all for boosting us here. And, uh, you know, we'll, of course, you know, during the show, if you, if you happen to boost some more, we'll probably add that to the, uh, we'll make sure to give you uh, appropriate uh, credit. Oh, Lavish come in with nine. 9999 saying happy Saturn day out of fountain. Nice. Great. Hey, lavish. Nice to, nice to see you hanging around with us today. Hell yeah. Yeah. We got some, we're going to have, we're going to have, going to have some fun today. I think this is, this is just feeling like one of those shows and you, and then cotton gin boosted. Oh, we got another from cotton gin boosted 1333, 13333 sat saying, thank you for your courage uh, via the podcast index. That's great. And he's, that's, I didn't realize you could you can actually boost that way. That's oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We got we're having a. This is I'm putting this all in the show notes here because at some point I have to credit everybody for when I when I do the show notes. Um, So, in any case, if you want to get like I think we we talked about it. You you missed one. Yeah, we. I missed one. Oh, uh, when oh Phoenix with another ten thousand sats, and I got to means I got to play the clip. this is a new live son of a bitch. That's right. But more importantly, she got the pussy. <laughs> That's right, and he knows the rules. What Phoenix wants, Phoenix gets. But don't think that he doesn't get just as good, folks. <laughs> the man knows if he ate bread, what side the butter would be sitting on. It's all I am saying. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, um, anyway, um, we uh, so yeah so y- y'all know the drill we, we uh, you can you can go find our PayPal link on lotuseffect.show or you can uh, use a new podcasting app to send us boostograms we we appreciate uh, all of our participation also tell a friend uh, you can also call in on our voicemail um, you know and of course I should Chris I've also got to play the the clip that 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 you know we you know we got to play these clips of course boost me bitch Arr, shiver me timbers and boost me bitch. But, That's right. And we do need to recognize the fact that the 13333 that came from Cotton Gin was for last episode, Dr. Douchebag, episode yeah. 66. There you go. Well, that was, was that's what he did it on. And uh, so just just remembering all this stuff. We don't want your shit. Please, Please don't, don't send us your shit. shit. Yeah. No, we have more than enough shit, especially when it comes to yeah. the ongoing saga of Foam Boy's divorce don't. and the occasional reappearance of that floating turd that i flushed over a year ago my uh, ex yeah we need to get on pod ping this is this is a this is something we will i will have to sort out uh, when i get some time here i i don't think yeah cut him some slack y'all yeah. know anyone who listens regularly that this is cpx time so phone boy's brain is literally yeah 
on about 5% when it comes to the show. Yeah, I'm no, having yeah, to put I, this I, on my back. Yeah. And, and Not that I'm complaining because there's been times when he's carried yeah, the show so, on his. So, yeah, so we're, no worries on that. But It's all good. Be so, patient. We're getting there. We will We will get there. Exactly. We, we I need to do the live tag stuff but i think i i need to change i would actually need to change the stream server to do it because i think this is what sir spencer ran into uh that's prevalent because yeah, he i remember that was a giant crown of thorns in his ass when he was doing it yeah so that's probably why we yeah so like i said it's a little more complicated it's why we haven't done it yet it's 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 not a it, it's you know we yeah we have the technology as they say but uh Get it, yeah. We'll get it sorted out anyway. Uh, so we, um, but we do have uh, the, you know another way you can uh, you know uh, share the fun is uh, well uh, you know uh, participate in our refire topic and and for this week it's uh, well what you know what crazy dream have you had or, or something along those lines I think um, you know and so uh, so you can uh, one ringy dingy two ringy dingy uh, the the number two five three two three seven three three two one and tell us about it we do yeah have- google voice is going to mangle your transcription so you could end up as a show title that is our you know psa it, that's right and uh, you know catch our smile and all that but uh uh so yeah we, very much so yeah exactly so we're gonna get into the topic of dreams this week and so you know the, the, this is um yeah what you know what is a dream well it's the impossible dream i guess but um it's a succession of images and ideas and emotions and sensations that usually occur involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. Uh, humans spend about two hours dreaming per night, and each dream lasts around five to 20 minutes, although the dreamer may perceive the dream as being much longer than this. And, we, and we've got a, uh, we have a great example of that. In oh, the, my God, yes, yes. From a phone call that happened between one of my friends and I earlier today. Yep. And it has actually a lot of significance, so we will talk about that in Toast and Jam. Yeah. So, uh, some some dreams, you know, they, they slip away like minnows if you, when you wake up and you hazily try to grasp at them. Now, others may uh, remain vivid in memory, so clear and unforgettable that as the days pass, you might start to wonder if you actually dreamed them more than once. Um, and even if you don't remember many or any of your dreams, you still have them, apparently. Uh, while experts still have plenty to discover about dreams, they do generally have some things to agree upon. Um, and you can uncover a lot of ground in your dreams, and some you know common experiences include, well, sexy encounters with a crush, um, ordinary activities like doing chores or buying groceries, terrifying experiences like returning to high school or being chased by monsters, or gaining superpowers or magical abilities. Now, whether... Um, whether your dreams are mundane or peculiar, you might want to know if they have any deeper significance. Now, experts haven't come up with a clear answer, but uh, we'll present a few of the theories along with a few tips for decoding your own dreams uh, as as part of this uh, thing goes on. So. Yeah, and I mean, we, we ask the question, do dreams have deeper meaning? Well, plenty of psychologists and other experts have theorized on the deeper meaning of dreams. So we'll start with the famous psychologist Sigmund Freud, who had a lot to say about dreams, and not all of it related to sex. Now, Freud suggested that dreams helped protect people from waking up early when light or sound disrupted their sleep. But he also believed that dreams pointed to buried desires. Dreams are a way for the unconscious to express itself as a way of resolving repressed or unwanted emotions, experiences, and aggressive impulses. Or at least that's what Freud believed. And there's a number of assumptions that he used to construct his dream theory. The most significant include that dreams are short. Freud believed dreams are short, like fireworks. And he also thought they were most like 
likely to appear just before you woke up. He also said that dreams are about past day events. He felt that the events that had occurred during the day always appeared in the dreams that night. That dreams are wishes that have been fulfilled. His most well-known theory, wish fulfillment, is the idea that when wishes can't or won't be fulfilled in our waking lives, they're carried out in dreams. Even anxious or punishing dreams have their roots in wish fulfillment, according to him. Now, he also said that dreams are fleeting. Freud believed most people forget the majority of their dreams. He thought that they contained a lot of sexual symbols. He created a long list of the many sexual symbol dreams, saying that he believed they may contain the number three, which is a symbol for the penis. Who knew that? And they're an elongated object such as an umbrella, a tree, a stick, or a tall monument. Freud thought that objects that could cause harm, such as guns, swords, and knives, could also be seen as phallic symbols. Even animals, including reptiles like snakes, can serve as stand-ins for the male genitalia in Freudian dream therapy. Or theory. Female genitalia, on the other hand, also was represented by objects containing space to be filled. Trunks, shoes, pits, caves, and mouths are a few examples. So Freud categorized certain fruits like apples and pears as representing breasts, while paper or wooden objects were thought to symbolize women as a whole. He thought that dreams should be analyzed by a therapist. He believed that therapies are very helpful in helping people overcome all manner of difficulties, including troubling dreams. And Freud believed that the analyst, not the patient, held the key to truly understanding dream images and symbols. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> there's kind of a lot to unpack there. It's, you know, of course, I'm sitting all, it's like, well, you could view anything as sexual. It's, it's just, of I was, course you that can. was funny because I was actually trying to find the clip the of the Tom Lair clip. Yeah. Yeah, when correctly viewed, everything, everything is, is lewd. lewd. Yes, it is my mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. yeah, I that that, that was my um, I, I, that was I, I think that was my uh, what do you call it? That was my mission in life uh, is to to uh, correctly view everything as lewd. And we have so far, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's obscene. That's the point. Yeah. Oh boy, ISO phone boy singing. It's like, well, you could view anything as sexual. Oh, great. Yeah, this is. Thank you, Cotton Gin. You are the man of the hour for this bot. Yes, this this is gonna. This, this is gonna, show is gonna be real interesting. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be real interesting. So, your sleeping brain creates what Freud calls a manifest dream from snippets of everyday images, experiences, and memories. The manifest dream simplifies, reorganizes, and masks the latent dream or your repressed and unconscious wishes. In other words, the manifest dream uses various symbols and bizarre or unusual images to conceal the latent dream or or what you're really dreaming about. Of course, a lot of Freud's theories about dreams came from primarily anecdotal evidence. It was also, it's also extrapolated dream behavior from one group to another. For example, although most of his patients were adults, he developed several theories about child development. You know, I, I'm studying statistics right now. Oh, that's a real biased study right there. Yeah, that's, yeah. This is, Just I, saying. I, I, I know when I was reading this, 
you know, when I was reading this earlier, I, I'd made that same connection. I'm going, yeah, you should this, you should recognize this because you're going through statistics, right? Exactly. So, um, you know, the yeah, one- this was definitely lighting, lighting bulbs in my brain as I was reading along. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and there's the, the one theory. So the one theory of his dreams that people still largely agree on, though, is is that that there is some value in analyzing the content of your dreams, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Now, um, Carl Jung uh, also had a bit to say about dreams, and if you're not familiar with him, he was a Swiss psych psych psyche psychiatric and psychoanalyst who founded analytical f- That's psychology. Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Is that what that That's is? Literally, the word psychiatrist, phone boy. Okay. Well, have I'm- you never seen it typed out? Um, he who is the grammatical king doesn't know the word psychiatrist you're baked where where the (laughs) fuck is my baked clip what I don't have one Uh, well you know yes I you know you fucked up you should have one on my board. I blame you Uh, but nonetheless yeah well you know this is this is what you know this is uh, fuck you too yeah I think that's the one well you know that's what I was looking for fuck you yeah so um, so, um, anyway, um, <laughs> so, now that you've thrown this show completely off track, I hope you're happy with yourself, sir. Yeah. So, yeah. Several of, um, several of, uh, Carl Jung's ideas, uh, in- iterate on things from Sigmund Freud, who he was an early mentor of his. Uh, so, uh, they, they, for example, they both agreed that dreaming is a meaningful product of unconscious forces in the psyche with roots deep in the evolutionary biology of our species. Both of them agreed that dreams are valuable allies in healing people suffering from various kinds of mental illness. Like Freud, uh, Carl Jung believed that dreams had meaning. Jung focused on the specific archetypes or patterns that appear symbolically in our dreams, theorizing that dreams could help explain daily events and balance out aspects of yourself you aren't aware of yet. And the most fundamental difference in Freud's and Jung's dreams theories was this. Freud's approach looked backward and focused on the casual uh, sources of dreams and early life experiences. Jung's approach looked forward and tried to understand where the dreams might be leading and what they might reveal about the individual's future life development. Unlike Freud, who thinks that dreams uh, express forbidden wishes that had to be disguised, Jung thought dreams were expressing things more openly. And he wrote that uh, they do not deceive. They do not lie. They do not distort or disguise. They are invariably seeking to express something that the ego does not know and does not understand. And, uh, you know, however, for, like Freud, Freud Young believes that, uh, that dreams use a lot of symbols as they are the, the best uh, possible formulation of a relatively unknown psychic content. Now, what those symbols might mean in any given situation is, of course, up for debate. And that's, you know, that, that we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, there are other key theories, though, that, you know, dream researchers have offered their own theories as to the meaning of dreams, psychologist Calvin S. Hall considered dreams part of the cognition process or a type of thinking that happens as you sleep. And since the images that appear in dreams reflect elements of daily life, Hall believed that they could offer important insight into how you view yourself and others, your problems, conflicts, and the world in general. Now, linguist and philosopher George Lakoff believed dreams offered a metaphorical glimpse into daily challenges and life events. So in other words, the abstract symbols appearing in your dreams represent real hardships. Psychologist and dream researcher Rosalind Cartwright also tied dreams to significant life events and emotional experiences. She believed dreams played an important role in cognitive processes, including memory and emotion regulation. 
So Professor G. William Domhoff also connected dreams to daily experiences. The things you do, think about during your day, they can all resurface in your dreams. He suggested that while your emotional mindset helps shape their unique content, and Dumhoff noted that although dreams may shed some light on heavy concerns, they may not have a real purpose. You forget most of your dreams after all. And William Dement, who helped found the field of sleep medicine, similarly suggested that while dreams may lack a clear purpose, they can still convey meaningful messages. Yeah. Now, now to do, do dreams actually have a meaning? Well, you know, I kind of, it's, uh, you know, we're going to spend the second half of the show talking about some common interpretations of dreams. Uh, we will, and it will, but we will acknowledge that some experts don't believe dreams have much meaning, but they do believe they serve some sort of a purpose. Um, so the the threat simulation theory uh, suggests that, that some researchers suggest that dreams serve an important evolutionary purpose. According to threat simulation theory, dreams offer the chance to practice identifying, avoiding, and dealing with potential threats. By safely handling these threats in your dreams, you might feel safer in your waking life. Um, there's a, there's some research from 2009 that found that some some support for this theory by comparing dreams of children who had experienced trauma with children who hadn't. Of course, threat simulation theory can also tie into other theories about dream meaning. Traumatized children could, for example, have more threatening dreams because they often feel afraid in daily life. That's actually very true. Yeah. Activation synthesis theory. Now, according to the, the, the activation synthesis theory, dreams are nothing more than a collection of random images and thoughts projected during sleep as a result of normal brain activity. These images don't follow any narrative structure. Thanks to the pawns, your brain's random dream generator. You create the story of your dream on your own after waking up. Uh, supporters of this theory believe dreams can feel strange because these random images often make little sense when they're combined. Uh, now, the uh, the unpleasant or unwanted emotions you experience in daily life can pop up in your dreams, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, anxiety, guilt, sadness, or fear can quickly get overwhelming. But some experts have theorized that navigating these feelings in dreamland can help you begin resolving these feelings without all the stress. Uh, wondering how that might work? Well, when you dream during rapid eye movement, uh, a stage of sleep, the parts of the brain that help regulate emotion and memory are active. What's not active is the chemical messenger nor, uh, nor, noradrenaline. There we go. Let's try to, try to say that. <laughs> um, so, um, you, you know, and then um, can, can, you, can you continue there? Of course. Yes. So the activation theory says that your brain doesn't completely shut down when you go to sleep. Instead, it uses the time to carry out important processes, including transferring short-term memories into long-term storage. And as you sleep, your brain also takes out the trash, in a manner of speaking. So by getting rid of all the leftover unnecessary information, your unconscious brain can focus on processing memories, and the activity in your conscious brain slows way down. So according to the continual activation theory, this prompts your brain to send a flow of data from memory storage into the conscious brain. And you can think of this data, a.k.a. your dreams, as a, a sort of screensaver keeping the conscious part of your brain up and running despite the lack of actual activity. Yeah, so 
and so we'll get yeah like i said we'll get into some of the theories and such later um uh, or not the or you know some of the interpretations of, of what some of these dreams actually mean but it's it, there's you know again we don't, we're, nobody really knows what goes on when you're sleeping but but what i do know right. is that we have a cavalcade of stupidity yes we do um and we're and so i'm going to bring it up here uh that was what i was i had that's why i had you read because i realized yeah, that I, I, good. I was making my making my cues here so yep. um so yeah we're going to play uh, the player uh, cavalcade of stupidity from Rev Cybertrucker. Heidi ho, pedal heads. This is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker with this week's Cavalcade of Stupidity. Robert Pickering Burnham, known by his stage name of Bo Burnham, is an American comedian, musician, actor, filmmaker, whose work combines elements of filmmaking with comedy genres such as music, sketch, and stand-up. Following his success as one of the earliest YouTube stars throughout the late 2000s, Burnham gained notability in the early 2010s for his satirical and subversive stand-up and musical comedy. Inside the Songs is a soundtrack album produced by Bo to accompany his film of the same name. Reaching the top 10 in the United States, Canada, Denmark, Ireland, New Zealand, Norway, and the United Kingdom, it was the best-selling American comedy album of the year, and was certified gold in the United States. Disc 2, track 4, is the incomparable Welcome to the Internet, which details all of the myriad things that you can find on the world's internet. From the 2021 album Inside the Songs, this is Bo Burnham. Welcome to the Internet. Welcome to the Internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the Internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the Internet. Internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off-putting, he just sent you more. Don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. See a man by hand and get a... Oh dear, we will have to play that in the uh, Studio 33. That's perfect. Yeah, that's a great track. So... Uh, so now uh, we, we've gone we've gone past the cavalcade of stupidity. And now we get to tell you about the stupidity of, of our lives the last week. That is what the toast and jam segment is, um, so to speak. And uh, all right, so uh, so you, first we have to toast. Oh yes, of course, because yeah, that's part to of getting we, through three weeks of college so far. Yeah, Woo! there we go. Woohoo! Yes, we. we uh, okay, so. Um, yeah, so uh, and we, interesting. We've had we've had some interesting stuff here. So where where do you want to begin? Well, we usually begin with the whole tales from rideshare thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of interesting rides, but I did have one last night that was a whole lot of fun. 
I had these three men of an advanced age, we'll say. Well, basically, they were about our age, so okay. (laughs) And it was weird (laughs) because we got talking about girls on campus, and I made the statement of eye candy. And then we got talking about the fact that, yeah, that eye candy is basically the age of our kids. Well, their kids more than mine because my kids are, you know, 25 and 22 now. But long story short, yeah, you just kind of feel pervy if you're, you know, staring at a set of legs that goes all the way to her neck. And you're, you know, thinking about the fact that, yeah, that girl's as old as my kid. Like, that's just wrong. But nonetheless... Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but at some point, these gentlemen broke out in show tunes, starting with the sound of music and then continuing with whatever the hell the, you know, doe, a female, deer, whatever the fuck that thing is. They did the whole scale of that. Oh, I my. swear to God, I laughed so hard, I almost cried. And not only were they good enough to entertain me on this entire ride, then they gave me a nice tip. In addition, so kudos to those gentlemen. I hope that their stay in Knoxville was really pleasurable and they had a kick-ass time. Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was. I, I mean, I was I was on the phone with you when that was going on. I was like, you were. Yeah, so this so that's not a bullshit story, y'all. I, I was there. I was there for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some shit just cannot be fabricated, and all of my tales from my chair are one thousand percent authentic. Because why would I lie to you guys? It makes great show content. Exactly. The weird shit that actually happens as a rideshare driver in Knoxville. Yeah, this, you know, my, it might as well be show content. It's, it's, so, um, but uh, yeah, speaking of show content, so I. Um, I had I, so I don't uh, I had to I, I did a post on LinkedIn uh, not too long ago. Uh, I don't now I really I'd say since the, since like the beginning of twenty twenty one I've I've kind of I've really backed off of social media a lot because I, I just realized that what it was you know, you know in, in in the effort to keep my amygdala uh, you know from being swollen and, and, and such is uh, yeah it's one of the I've, I've disconnected from a lot of social media now because of because of what I do and and you know, from t- and, and it's kind of just expected from time to time uh, for professional reasons. I do post things, um, and and I and I was posting a before and after photo of me from because because of the time of year that that photo the, the before photo was taken and the time that it, you know the time that the current photo was taken. It's a uh, uh, there you know a, a lot of there was there was there was uh, there was uh, the, the timing was uh, uh, very very appropriate. And I talked about and I would say you know hey, I've, I've, I'm, you know I've, I've I've changed a lot over the last six years, a lot of you know, you know, talking about my health journey and the fact that, yeah, I've also been dealing with a lot of personal, you know, personal issues. Uh, and so anyway, I got it. I said, I went through all the detail, you know, the, you know, the kind of the, you know, the, the before and after, and I get, I get a lot of comments. And so a coworker of mine uh, reaches out and, uh, you know, and, and, and says, Hey, you know, I'm going to be, uh, I may be going down that same road. I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, what do you, what do you got? And, and so, and, and I, I told him what I could, what I could tell him about the situation. And, uh, you know, that this kind of falls into the, you know, the, and yes, you know, so there's some reasons I, there's reasons I do participate a little bit, you know, on, on the public social media from time to time, even though I don't spend a lot of time there these days. Uh, it is because, uh, yeah, you know, you never know who's watching, uh, that you might, you know, that somebody that needed to, you know, needed a friend to talk to, right. Um, it, it, you know, that, that, that you can be there for them, that you have, you know, you have an experience that you might be able to, to impart on them to help 
them navigate a really tough situation. So, um, or, to, you know, and, and it, it's, so there, there's some benefit to, yeah. I mean, even, even though I really generally hate it, this is, this is one of the areas that's still, a, it's still a positive for me is that I can, that I'm able to help people see a different way out of their, you know, out of their situation, whatever it is. And if I can help them do it, then that's great. So, um, and this is, you know, there's a, re- there's a reason, um, yeah, like in some of the you know some of the groups, you know, that they say you should share your story because you don't know, you never know who's going to see it. That's and, right, and you never know that who need who yeah, who needs to see it, not only needs to see it but needs to see it from you, and that and you know how that works. So, um, so yeah. Now, meanwhile, um, <clears throat> so um, uh, the dream that actually no, you're not gonna- I want to really quick because in the chat, okay, my son Sir Payne is in the chat. And yeah, we are toasting to the fact he has been at his job for a whole week. So yay! Yay! So good job. Yeah, let's see if I can. F- let's see. Wait a minute. I've got. I've got. I've got applause here. This is where. This is what we get. Thank you. I had to get. I had to get my uh, professional soundboard out for that because, you know. Yeah. Well, you're faster and you have more toys over there, so whatever. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean. Oh, you the executive producer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway. So. Um. But we gonna. So we gonna go into the dream now. Or? Okay. So. My friend Tabby tells me about this dream and it's interesting because she did not know what our show content was going to be today i had not told her what the subject was and she listens occasionally hopefully she's listening this evening but she's like i've got to tell you about this dream that i had so she starts telling me about this dream and basically the gist of the dream is that phone boy called her and now mind you phone boy is not in her contact list so in this dream it comes up as his name and He's like, and it's, I don't know, like, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. It's, it's an obscene hour of the morning. And he, he calls her and he says, have you heard from Phoenix? You know, I keep calling her phone. She's not answering. I'm worried. You know, I don't know where she is. Now, the odd part is Tabby tells me that this dream is like she's conscious enough to be like, well, of course he knows where, you know, <laughs> he she knows that he did know where I was because I work late on Friday doing rideshare. But in this dream, you know, he doesn't know where I am and she doesn't drive. So in this dream, she decides to take her daughter's vehicle to go searching for me. Now, again, um, yeah, phone boy can track me on all of my devices that I have with me. So he would damn sure know where I was or at least where my devices were if this were a real thing. So fast forward to the fact she ends up finding me at this bar wearing this black dress that I have a picture of. It's my comparison picture of the burgundy dress I was wearing when I started my weight loss journey and the black dress I was wearing around the same, a little bit before, probably a month before the other photo had been taken the year prior. So she finds me in this bar and I'm like, who are you? you're really pretty and I'm just hitting on her hardcore and I'm like, hey, we're going to go get tattoos and she loves tattoos. So she was like, okay, I guess we're getting tattoos, but I'm still mad at you because why are you not, you know, getting hold of phone boy and he's worried about you and blah, 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 blah. So fast forward to eventually we get me home and 
phone boy feels all relieved and everything, yada, yada. But the reason that this dream was so interestingly ironic is that I had actually picked up a tattoo artist um, within the last week and gotten her card and had said that I was going to get a tattoo done by her because I found it to be very symbolic. And so I'm going to check out her portfolio and see what her work looks like. And if I like it, you know, I'm going to get a piece done by her. And I told my friend Tabby, I'm like, we should get matching tattoos like in your dream because Tabby's really frustrated. She doesn't know what the tattoos were. She wasn't able to see them in the dream. So that's one aspect that, you know, can't be made whole because there's no idea what these tattoos were. So I guess we'll, we'll just have to leave it to that, the that, universe to decide. That's right. Part of that mystery. So. But we are going to actually get matching tattoos because she is a very special friend. And I think it would be extremely symbolic. So once that happens, of course, pictures will be posted in yeah. the chat yeah. and on our website. Yeah. that It's just the, the content of this was just, it's just, it was just kind of weird. The, the whole experience of the whole thing was just, yeah, going through it. It's like, it's a bunch of improbable things that she realized was completely improbable while while having the dream, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty, anyway, it's just, I don't need to go into it. There, and there was some other stuff that we didn't. There was listen. just a lot lot of improbability that was all yeah it's a if you've done five improbable things today why not, why not top it off with a with a, with a dinner at the rest at the restaurant at the end of the universe <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway sorry anyway yeah um mom <laughs> geez, okay. yeah my son's saying mom and son tattoos yeah yeah we gotta wait. maybe I, boy I, I, maybe yeah, well you know we'll figure that that's down the line in the future and yeah, shit right like on that. Down, there was some other stuff that we didn't i didn't have written down here that you i think you were wanting to talk about during the show some some of the crazy stuff i said before, earlier do you remember what are you talking about i don't know you said we're gonna talk about that during the show oh sure you yeah. actually this is why we have a list that we put toast and jam shit on because half of the things that come out of our mouth are completely random like you know sitting on the bed and this is probably what you're talking about sitting on the bed on the phone with tabby and we literally break into the penis song from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. And she's like, you two truly make me feel so much better about my mental health. <laughs> she's like, y'all are just not right. Y'all need therapy. I'm like, and you've listened to our show, right? You know this already. <laughs> well, I Water's mean, wet. There's a reason we smoke weed every day. This is what I'm saying. I mean, there's just no doubt that... You guys know <laughs> we ain't right. You've known it since the first day y'all listened to our show. That's right. And, and, the, and you keep coming back. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It, it is just my opinion, man. But, you know, there there is the fact that. Uh, they had a great goddamn time. We always have a great goddamn time. That's right. And I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. All right. So I guess we have a second half of show, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, this is we're, we're having a lot of a we have a lot of fun here. We, the people are coming in. We've talked about the particular. I love always seeing new people come in to our chat because it means that they're listening on the No Agenda stream, which we thank 
everyone for listening to the shit we put out because we know you could spend your Saturday evenings doing things of a lot more caliber than <laughs> listening to these two assholes. Oh, you know what? Okay, I have, I got voicemails to play. Holy crap, before I even... Yeah, get... what the fuck is wrong with you? You're out of sync over there. Uh, I, I know. Okay. You're suppo- okay, I know what it is. CPX has literally drained your brain to the point where you forgot how to be phone boy, yeah. the fucking podcaster, not phone boy, the tech... Dude. Yeah, well, I'm uh-huh. sorry. I got uh-huh. I, I got I got to play. I got I got two voicemails here. And uh, if you if you want to if you, if you want to weigh in on this topic of uh you know what kind of crazy dreams you've had, uh yeah, give us a call at 253-237-3321 and uh you can get we can play it uh like this like this call. That's right. It's a Wednesday. And I'm listening to uh Tuesdays. Ball after boat. But I'm calling for Saturday. For this podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, weirdest dream. You know, I, I have no idea, actually. Uh, I don't really, I mean, they say you dream, whoever they is, the government. Um, they say you dream, like, all the time. I just feel like I don't. Um, or just never remember them. And, like, yeah. Feels like the only time like a dream is maybe if I've had a little little too much to drink or something, and like I wake up at like two and then go back to sleep or something like that, and then like I'll have a dream. But yeah, and then any time I do dream, which this is just way too much information here, but that's why we're here, right? Um, anytime I do dream, it's it's like nothing. It's just like it'd be like two different groups of people, like some friends and then work colleagues or something like that, and they're at the same place or at like at the same place, and that's about it. Um. As far as I know, like, legit, I've never had a nightmare. Um, you know, maybe just because I experienced them in real life. I don't know. Uh, but really, like, never had – and then, like, I think only once do I remember having, like, whoa, that was, like, a really trippy dream. Like, it was just odd or something like that. I don't remember what it was. I just remember telling my – telling Emma, like, that I had a weird dream or something. And, uh, yeah, so – but with all that nonsense said – uh, there was one time that I was uh, sitting on the couch at my now in-laws' house next to my wife, and I'd, like, fallen asleep, and then it was, like, I, w- I woke up, and it was, like, I was awake, and I could see or something, but, like, I couldn't speak or anything like that, and then all I could do was, like, flare my nostrils. Like, I, I felt it was, like, the only movement I could do, and I don't know if it was actually a dream or if it was, like, real that I could only flare my nostrils. And, yeah, so that was, like, I had to, like, I don't know, like, try SOS, like, wake myself up or whatever, like, me a nostril movement. But, yeah, so there's that. Well, I hope you guys are having a fantabulous uh, Saturday because uh, right now we'll be doing date day, the wife and I. And, uh, yeah, we just switch off month to month, whoever's in charge kind of thing and did it since we were I – mean, Dating and engaged, and we just continue that tradition. So, fun little thing. So, and I'm in charge, and I gotta figure out what we're gonna do. So, all right, love you guys. Stay dangerous, and you know you gotta do it. You know whether it's uh, whatever. Just go ahead and say. Uh, Thank you, you, Mr. Christopher Battles. Yes, uh, we have uh, we have a couple of potential show titles uh, that we can, always do. Uh, fall after both. And uh, see her something. 
Interesting. Those are the two that I came up with. And, nice. All right. And another voicemail just came in while we were waiting. Well, while I was sitting here. All right. So, uh, so now we. So we're now on to the next voicemail, and um, yeah, we're gonna play this one because uh, I think I think uh, yeah we're gonna play this one. Hey, pedalheads. This is Vox. The craziest dream I've had recently, I won't be able to tell you about because I do not remember my dreams. Like really, hardly ever. Although Penny Marshall was in it for some strange reason. I do remember that. That's, that's really about it. My husband was in it too. Uh, I, I'm not sure those two were related, but, um, so weird dreams I have often involve hidden rooms or hidden, uh, like I'll, I'll be in a house and there's like a whole nother house in a, you know, down a corridor or in a basement or behind a closet, something like that. Um, the the weirdest dream I've ever had, and this was not recent, all right? This is 33 years ago. <laughs> 33, ding, ding, ding. Um, I, my first child died of SIDS when she was five weeks old, and I was, uh, I was, I was asking the universe for comfort. I wanted to know she was okay, right? And, um, and I had a dream that is to this day the most vivid and weird dream I've ever had and it was I I had died and I had met a friend in the parking lot of an apartment complex that I lived in at the time and you know as a dead person right and I, I had met this friend there that welcomed me and then like we met uh Sheesh, I don't know, a Jesus-like figure-ish something, or maybe it was God-like. It, it had really big hands, and it lifted me up in those hands and all the way to, like, way above where planes fly and then way above where rockets fly. And then, I don't know, I was kind of, like, in free-floating space. And then I tried to sing, but I apparently I tried to sing in real life, and that woke me up. But... That's the weirdest dream I've ever had, but it's also the only one that's really stuck with me for a long, long, long time. So, anyway, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I don't know. In the Lotus, in the effect, in the Lotus effect, uh, be, just be happy. Much love. I, I'm oh, my I, God, Vox. Thank you so much. Okay. And you know... That actually reminded me of a dream that I've actually had recurring. Okay, so I have to acknowledge the potential show titles that mm-hmm. came from that. Jesus-like figure-ish, uh, Beef Be Happy, and Lotus and the Effect. I like it. So these are the things. So so please, go on with your dreams. Well, I have, since I lost my father in 2015, I have had a recurring dream. I haven't had it recently, but I think it's most often in times of stress. And that could be why I haven't had it since, you know, other than school, my life since I've been with Phone Boy has been truly like a dream come true in real life. But I would have a recurring dream where my father would visit me and I would always ask him the same question because it was so vivid and it was so real. I would always ask him, like, how are you here? And he would never answer that question. And 
you know, I would, I would always specify that, you know, it's, it's not possible for you to be here. You know, you died. And, you know, I've always had this weird belief that he didn't really die and that, you know, he's just on some, it, okay, I don't believe it anymore, but to cope with the loss at first, I would, you know, in my mind, I believed that he was just on some, you know, secret military mission where he was hiding out to make people think that he was dead because, you know, he was incarcerated. It was his way of escaping in in my mind was if he could have faked his own death, then, you know, he's out free and he'll, you know, live in the woods and survive because, you know, that's what he learned how to do being a Marine and yeah, for the longest time, that's how I coped with, you know, having lost him. And that recurring dream, I would always wake up from crying and literally crying. Like, I mean, there would be tears streaming down my face. I would wake myself up like Vox did with her singing, except for mine was literally crying because ultimately when I awoke, I realized that, yeah, he was gone and and it broke my heart every single time and then still does. I'm sure that if I have that dream again for some reason that I I will wake up and and unfortunately phone boy will also wake up because he will hear me crying and he will be concerned. Yeah. That is uh, not a lie. And what's not a lie is we have another we have another voicemail that came in and so we're going to play it. And as soon as I can figure out exactly how to do it. Hey I have a recurring dream about being on the toilet, but I have an audience. And I don't know what that means. I'm sure our dear Sigmund Freud could tell us all about it. But there is even a meme that I have saved on my computer that I will send to you in the back channel. I've seen that thing several times in the work that I do. I think it's trying to tell me something. I'm just not sure what. Anyway, that's mine. Love y'all. Bye. Mm. Thank Thank you you so much, Mama T. Actually, that reminds me, speaking of dreams and toilets, okay, Pedalheads two five three two three seven three three two one. Weigh in on this. Have any of you ever had the toilet dream where you dream that you're you've like you've got to pee so bad that you have this dream that you're walking into the bathroom and I I mean I would imagine as a guy you're standing there but as a girl you drop trowel and sit on the toilet and as soon as you literally start to pee in your dream you really start to pee which wakes you up and then you're like fuck I pissed the bed and you're 40 something years old am I alone in this come on fuckers jeez that do not leave me hanging someone else has got to have had the pee dream come on y'all two five three two three seven three three two one put your dick on the table like i just did i'm old every once in a while have the toilet dream um yeah okay (laughs) i'm sorry Oh, really, phone boy? It's like that? Uh, I don't know. I have a feeling it's. Uh, I should probably do that already and be done. <laughs> yeah, because my... you, you, you know. Yes, I. You know you fucked up. Uh, anyway, all right. 
Put your dick on the table like I just did. That's un- yeah. I'm. I have a feeling I'm going to be very sorry that Cotton Gin gave us such value. <laughs> oh, the things that come out of my mouth. All right, are and, just and really we, we dangerous. Have a, we have another voice. Yes, we have a voicemail. We. Oh my! And I get, given who this is. This is from. I think. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Hi. Uh, Phoenix will appreciate this one. The weirdest dream I have ever had was with her best friend, who I live with now, okay? And then it was that we got involved in an affair, a very heated affair. And it's like, that is never going to happen. <laughs> we are best friends, but we just take care of each other. But that was really weird, and once in a while she remind me of that dream. But that's all I got to say. And I know Phoenix will appreciate that one. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure y'all do take care of each other, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I know where I got it from. I'm just saying, <clears throat> things that happen in the Ville stay in the Ville. Yeah. We got another voicemail. All right. Hit me with another voicemail. Oh, my. Well, this, is, this, is, this is going. This is going to keep going. This is going to keep going, apparently. We're going we're gonna to do this. Um, we're going to play this. Hello, Phoenix and Phone Boy. This is Kiwi. You may remember me from such IRC chats as the one that you hear on. Crap. I've messed up my intro. Anyway, I'll keep it short. Yes, I too have had that dream where you go to the, where you dream like you're going to the bathroom and then next thing you know, you wake up and it's like, oh shit, I gotta go to the bathroom. I've had that dream before. It always hurts. Not literally. That would be a sign of some crummy disease, which I don't want. Anyway, regarding dreams, well, the only dream that I've had recently was the one where I was hanging out with a coworker that I liked really much. Thankfully, it never went anywhere. But I'm like, why this person and why am I dreaming about her? I do not fucking know why that is the case. Anyway, um, that's enough for this crummy voicemail. So um, thanks for your time, Cuddleheads. Bye. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Kiwi. That is epic. Yeah. Well, it's kind of. Kind of and thank you for the validation. I know because I've actually asked, you know, friends in real time, like, Y'all ever had this? And even my mom's been like, yeah, I've had the toilet dream. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and yeah, speaking to the having dreams about people you don't want to have dreams about. I've had a couple of dreams about my, uh, yeah, about my, uh, yeah, ex, who, who's really not soon enough legally still my ex. I, I'm not even going to just, yeah, not going there. Just, uh, you know, we, we don't want to do that. Um but, uh, can you say extortion? Yeah. I think you can, boys and girls. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not enough that she's getting paid. She wants, she's demanding terms that are not reasonable. But anyway, I will not. I'm, As I've said before, con's gonna con. Yeah, exactly. So, by the way, message for your ex. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, and this is, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, there's lots of. Yeah, anyway. I'm just not going to go there. Um, it's seriously, though, like... No, but I'll go there every fucking chance I get. She yeah. she needs to fucking stick her head in a toilet and flush like the piece of shit that she is. Some fucking cheap and tawdry goods. Masquerading as quality. Yeah, well... All right. Um, what were we talking about? 
You know, I had an instructor during my EMT training that said stupid people deserve to die. Your ex is one of the stupidest people I have ever met. No, you have not met her. You should consider be consider yourself thankful. No, my darling, but vicariously through the stories you have told me about this wench, and I truly believe it with what I've seen through court documents that have been presented. Oh, yeah. This bitch like the Jabberwocky. Some, and I need to be Alice in motherfucking Wonderland. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this, is, this is what I have to say. Do you know how bad you sound? Oh, really? No. The, the, you talking, I'm talking about... Oh, her? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's my... That, that's, uh, you know, that's just like... That's, I, I can't play the song. I'm like, I played it. Come on. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It is just my opinion. We all know that. Exactly. So... I think we're gonna. I think we can actually go on to our second half of the show. Have you finally gotten it together? I finally got. So you here's the thing though. You didn't tell the story of what the dream about your not soon enough ex anchor is. Well, it's funny because we for some reason we were at a party together, and I I do not know the 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 context of this. However, I, I think. But it was weird because we, you know, we were talking to other people and we acknowledged that we basically weren't together anymore. And, you know, and then, and then, in, and then in that dream fashion, I, I find myself going, you know, basically like fleeing the scene and going. Um, and for some reason, I thought I was in, I thought I was in like San Diego or, you know, like a, like in Orange County or something in like Irvine um, and was trying to get basically trying to just get you know and i was on foot which is the weirdest thing it was like that is bizarre yeah but just trying to get away from it all and i think that's you know i mean i think that dream had some symbolism if i'm honest because yeah i'm i think i'm i think i am trying to get away from it all Uh, well you know from her and this all everything so yeah the the content we're going to cover in the second half might actually help you to understand what that dream meant well, I hope so. I mean, let's, let's make it interesting. So, um, you know, now that we've talked about the particulars of what dreams are from, you know, at least, you know, the bio, maybe biological, technical standpoint, we're going to look at what these nocturnal visions are about, right? What, what you know, the content of them? What, 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 what and, and now we can talk about, um, the five main types of dreams and, and whether you, whether you, whether you remember your dreams or not, most people dream every night during REM sleep. Now um, we talk about normal dreams. They're, you know, they're common dreams about the people and experiences that we sometimes forget. Um, and, you know, daydreams are when we escape from reality and visualize the past, present and future throughout the day. And, um, you know, and, and yeah, or, you know, or because you've, uh, you know, because you uh, let's see, where is the, where is the, there it is. Smoke weed every day. You do that. Sometimes you take There's a little, that. little bit of that. And sometimes you're lucid dreaming. You're completely aware of the fact that you're in control of the dream that you are having while you were sleeping. And I, and I suspect... That's the kind of dream Tabby had. Yeah, exactly. Um, a waking dream is a vivid type of dream that feels like you have woken when you're still actually asleep. I don't think I've ever I think had... there was a little of that, too, for her. Yeah. Um, nightmares is the least favorite type of dream. Nightmares are disturbing and scary dreams that, that, that feel realistic. Um, so... The uh, and you've got uh, there. There are common themes that crop up from time to time for all of us. When we talk about dreams, um, and I've and, and and I've and I've actually had one of these kind of dreams. Have you ever been drifting off to sleep and then you felt yourself falling, would jolt you awake again? 
Uh, this isn't a dream about falling, but they can sometimes create the same feeling of urgency. The significance of a dream in which you or someone else you know is falling usually symbolizes insecurities and a loss of control. Often our waking minds can repress our true feelings which then come out when we go to sleep. You could be falling from a roof, a cliff, or an airplane, but it's not where you're falling from that matters. It's that you're, that you're falling at all. If you dream of falling, you could be lacking stability or unsure of something in your waking life. Um, I had a very, there's a dream that I still remember uh, from when I, was, when I was a young child. And, uh, and it goes something like this. I was in, the, I was, I was in the water in, you know, like an inner tube or something, but I was, I was struggling, I guess you could say. Right. Um, and, and so I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I definitely wasn't where I wanted to be. Right. And, uh, the next thing I know I'm up in the air and I'm going and I'm, f- and I'm crashing down into the beach. Oh wow! Uh, and 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 I and I crash in front of the beach in front of my mom and a friend of hers that are just <laughs> that are completely ignored and you know kind of it's like oh well what are you doing here you know kind of thing right, right. Um, and um, and so it was it, but it, it, it but I it, it's I, I don't know I've always that dream has always it has an element of falling to it obviously but i you know because yeah something happens and my life moves around right um and uh you know that so there was a i was i was str- i was struggling um i was in a um <clears throat> You know, I got pulled. I got pulled out by something, and I, yeah, I crashed on. I crashed on uh, solid ground, as it were, and that's. It, it seems kind of symbolic as to what's happened in the last year, if I think about that dream and kind of contextualize it in the current, uh, the the current environment. I haven't thought about that dream in a very long time, but. Uh, I've I've actually had a, a dream numerous times of falling, and the theory that I've always been presented with is that if you have a dream about falling and you actually hit the ground, that you'll die. Now, I don't know how true that is. You know, two five three two three seven three three two one. if you've got any story about a dream of falling where you've actually hit the ground and you're obviously still alive because you're calling us on our voicemail. Well, I just told that, yeah, and I just told that story effectively. I fell on the ground, didn't I? Well, yeah, but not... Okay, you weren't like up on a tower, arguably. Well, no, but and, I was up in the air. Falling. I was up in the air. Yeah, you got flung out of the water. Yeah, I know. It's, That's a little different. Yeah, it's still similar, different. though. A little different. You know. A little different. Yeah, yeah, well. A little different. Fuck you, too. You know, well, you know, I'm just. Breaking the balls. Breaking the balls. Of course. Gotta do it. I understand. So, now, wouldn't it be fantastic if we could fly? Well, some Ooh. of us are lucky enough to have had dreams wherein we can. And in many cases, dreams about flying are considered lucid. This is when you can actually control what's going on in the dream. For example, if you have to flap your arms to fly or if you can soar. Most who dream they're flying describe it as a positive and joyful experience. Now, perhaps, unlike falling, this is because they have control over their waking lives. Furthermore, dreams about flying could be telling you to look at things more broadly. And if you dream that you're flying, it could be time to find a new perspective on something. And, you know, of course, I also think being pulled away, kind of like that other dream, is that, that that's a that's a uh, you know that's it. I needed at that time. I mean, it, it, I needed a different perspective on. It. Of course, I didn't understand how to interpret this dream when I had it. When I was when, again, probably you know, I was a single digit age uh, years old. But uh, that's a, that's a thing. Uh, now, this is a dream I have. I actually have this dream quite a bit. Uh, in some form of running away dreams where you're running away from someone or something are unfortunately common, and that's I have it um, frequently. Um, 
Dreams are understandably triggered by high anxiety and other such feelings. Now, whether you're running from an attack or a monster or an unseen force, these are dreams that can really shake you up. As well as anxiety, chase dreams can signify avoidance. Whether it is you're being chased or whatever it is you're being chased by could be representing the issues you're running from when you're awake. They might even be a symbol of running away from yourself. Occasionally, you might also be the chaser in the dream. If so, your dream could be telling you to go after what you want in life, which... Uh, I don't know. That's sure. a really deep theory. Yeah, that that is, yeah. Um, and uh, who knows? But uh, usually, for me, it's been when I when I've had the sort of the the, the moving away from. Um, yeah, there, it's 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 definitely getting away from it is the is the is the the, the means. And I think that especially that last dream, I think that was a that was a, a, a kind of a thing. You know? Well, it, it's interesting because the the next thing we researched was dreams about losing teeth. Now, I never have personally had a dream about losing teeth, but a dream about your teeth falling out can be traumatic. It can also feel far too real for your liking. And there's some of the most common dreams people have. Who knew that, huh? And some of the scenarios, including your teeth crumbling or falling out one by one, it's, it's a hard visual to escape, even after hours of being awake. There is meaning to it, though, and it lies in vanity, communication, or embarrassment. Teeth are attractive, and thus, having them fall out would vastly alter your appearance. So this winds up being linked to confidence, fear of rejection, or a feeling of uh, being undesirable. So on the other hand, though, it could mean that you're having trouble communicating with someone. So ask yourself if there's something you've been meaning to say to somebody. And if so, yeah, it might be time to say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, who hasn't had a dream of turning up to school or work and suddenly being naked? I haven't. Yeah, I don't know that I have either. Um, it's one of those dreams that none of us want, but pretty much everyone gets at one point or another. Usually, I guess I wouldn't give a shit if I had a dream yeah. about being naked because we're naked every yeah. week when we do this show. Yeah. Usually being naked indicates feeling vulnerable, and it's no different in dreams. You're literally stripping yourself down until you're the only thing left for people to see. All eyes are on you. Have you let your guard down or do you feel like you're going to? That could be the blame. As well as vulnerability, a dream about nudity might also mean being afraid of exposure. If you're hiding something from those you love, it could come out to haunt you in one of these dreams. The dream might be telling you it's time to lay it all out in the open. I mean, there are worse things like being naked in public. Um, now, it's, cheating is a common dream for people in, that are in relationships. It, it also doesn't take Sidman Freud to figure out the reasoning behind it. Like nudity, being in a relationship with someone makes you feel vulnerable. The worst thing that could happen after giving you your trust and yourself to somebody you love is for them to go behind your back and mess around with somebody else. These dreams can really be unsettling and sometimes lead to conversations in real life. They could mean that you're feeling insecure or neglected. But remember, one of the most important things in a relationship is communication. It might not be so bad to talk about your fears. Yeah, we've actually experienced that ourselves because with the experiences that you and I have had separately in our respect disrespective relationships marriages whatever mm -hmm. we've had to actually kind of confront some things about ourselves and wonder was this a contributing factor can i change something about myself am i out of pocket and that has caused us mm -hmm. especially lately with the struggle that i was having with school the beginning of the week facing fears mm -hmm. and you know, one of the things that really resonates with me a lot is the fact that my ex had the nerve to tell me that I never finish anything that I start. 
And I took that into consideration when I was struggling at the beginning of the week with school and decided after many high ABV beers and a good long bit of time that there was no way in hell that I was going to let him win. And I was going to prove come hell or high water that I was going to finish this fucking college experience and I was going to get my degree and be something in someone. Yeah. That's so a, that led to a discussion between you and I, you know, quite frankly, about fears. Exactly. Because there's, yeah, there's a lot of fear. And, uh, you know, there's a lot. And I can understand all of the fears that, we, that, that, uh, that are behind all of that. Exactly. And, now, this is, you know, this is what I'm wondering if you've ever had. You know, have you ever missed a flight, a train, a ride, or a date in a dream? Almost everyone has. Yeah. So, you know, if if you've missed an important appointment or your best friend's wedding or even your own, I can't imagine missing your own wedding. Unless it was your or mine, we should have missed our own weddings because then it would have prevented a lot of bullshit. But anyway, so these dreams are about, you know, these, these dreams about being late. It can mean that you're taking on too much in your waking life and your frustration could be coming out in your dreams. Or it could be a sign that you're procrastinating or putting something off you should be making decisions about. Now, less commonly... Missing a flight or appointment can also signify sadness or regret about something that's happened in your past that you can't escape from. So if you have a lot of dreams like this, the best way to combat them is hit it head on while you're awake. Be in control of what also sometimes you might want to let go. So, you know, if you're afraid of being late for something, make sure that you're early for it. There's a saying in the trucking industry that I'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. Yeah. And that really resonates if you think about the repercussions that can occur from being late. Uh, some companies can charge your company or yourself, if you're an owner-operator, at a very obscene rate. It's obscene! That's the point! Yeah. Because they get away with it. There's no regulation. Ooh, look who knows so much, eh? Yeah, well, you know, do that job for 14 years, you learn a thing or two. Exactly. But now, this is a fear I know my mother has. I don't know if she's ever had dreams about it. But water is a symbol that can crop up in a lot of dreams. And it commonly symbolizes the ebb and flow of life and emotions. But the interpretation of it can mean a different thing depending on how it appears. So if you're dreaming of a river, it might be a sign of living your life where... You know, drowning could signify you've got a heavy emotional turmoil. Waves might represent pent-up emotions. And walking on water might mean that you're feeling in charge. Boy, I'd love to have that dream. Just skate across a pond like, look at me, motherfuckers. I'm the boss lady. Yeah, I've never had that dream. But anyway, regardless of how you dream of water, there is a meaning behind it. And most of them are lurking just beneath the surface. Remember, the body's 70% water, y'all. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you dreamed about being lost in a place you don't know? Hmm. Uh, I'm afraid of that in my waking fucking life. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of where I've even... I'm trying to think if I've ever had a dream like that. Our guess is quite recently, though. I don't think I have. Um, if you dream of being lost somewhere, it could be very well mean that you're feeling lost in your own life. I find it very interesting that it seems like every single type of dream they list as, oh... This is really common. You know, most people have done it. Uh, 253-237-3321, y'all, weigh in. Are you at all experiencing any of the dreams that we are listing in this show? Because I don't know what kind of bias-ass population this 
person or persons that wrote this article that we got this information from was doing. But I suspect they're full of shit. Yeah. Um, exactly. Um, dreams of being lost usually denote something that's going on in your present. If you have one of these dreams, instead of worrying about it, you should ask yourself how you're feeling lost. Could be It could be within yourself, at a new job, at a new relationship, or more. If you can dream somebody else's loss, it could mean that you feel a gap between you both. Luckily, gaps can mend. Now, this, uh, this last one's talking about death. Now, there's a common misconception that if you die in your dream, you die in real life. That just isn't the case. Well, I guess that answers the question about falling and going splat. Yeah. If it were, millions of us would have died after having a bad dream. Regardless of this fact, dreams can be jarring. Metaphorically, death means the end of one thing and the beginning of another. And this is, yeah, they talk about it in the tarot also. Uh, Dreams about death are actually about rebirth. These dreams can occur when you're undergoing an intense transitional phase or becoming more enlightened. Perhaps a chapter in your life is ending, such as your marriage or children leaving home. And as much as this can hurt, it doesn't have to be the end. Dreaming of death or dying can be the wake-up call, but it should never frighten you. Like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. It's just the beginning of something brand new. And, yeah, you know, that's, that's, uh, they symbolize that in the, uh, in the thing. So... Now, well, there. Okay, now we're going to get into the interpretation of dreams. Now, yeah, there, there's a lot of or, possible ways that you can interpret your dreams, but there's a few things that you need to know before you try to do that. And I'm sure you'll find similar advice in Psychology Today headline or other randos on the internet. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the, or Wikipedia. We're not reading a fucking Wikipedia article. No, say it's Sir Bemrose. Yeah, exactly. You know, he thought I was reading along with the Wikipedia last week. So thanks for that kick in the balls there, Sir Bemrose. <clears throat> but yeah, too bad this week you're not getting that. Yeah, remembering your, but making sure you're getting quality sleep is probably a good idea if you're going to try and remember or analyze your dreams right this is what this is topic is about so remembering your dreams is an important part of deciphering them how can you you know how can you decipher them if you don't remember what they are so dream recall may happen more naturally when you get enough sleep so aim for about seven to nine hours of sleep each night yeah that hasn't been happening this week uh to get the right amount of REM sleep uh, this may in turn boost dream recall now as you drift off to sleep try repeating yourself i'm going to dream vividly and i'm going to remember dreams when i wake up oh yeah that doesn't sound bullshit. Like yeah, exactly. That doesn't sound like bullshit at all. Yeah, I was just thought I would. Uh, yeah. So if you do have a dream, review the dream. When you wake up from the dream, your first instinct might be to reach for your dream journal. Instead, why don't you lie there for a minute and just let the dream really marinate. So as you let each scene that comes to you unfold... Try to open your awareness to any thoughts or feelings that you experienced during that dream. And as you think back over the events of the dream, pay attention to any small details that stand out. They might seem minor in the light of day, but it's really possible that they had more significance in your dream than you realize. Yeah, let the dream really marinate in the puddle on the pee on the mattress. <laughs> oh, God. Why do you feed the trolls? Uh, Why do you feed the trolls? I did not feed the troll. That was all you. Oh, hell no, it was not. You acknowledged his ass in the in the chat. Pee on the mattress. Mm -hmm. You realize that's going to be that's going to be a potential show title. All right. Oh, I love the fact Cotton Gin's isoing. Why do you feed the trolls? Thank you, Cotton Gin. Yes. Why do you feed the trolls? Oh, my. This is fun part of this. So, um. 
once you've taken yourself through the dream, grab a notebook and write down everything you can remember. As you write, you might remember more key details that help shape the dream narrative. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit right there. Jot everything <laughs> yeah, you can think of, even if you aren't exactly sure what, sure exactly what happened. You might write, for example, wandering through the forest alone, searching for someone or something. Not sure, but I felt lost and lonely. Now, keep track of details such as colors and sounds, other people in the dream, anything that you said or heard someone else say. Buildings or places you visited, moods and feelings, key objects in the dream like cars, weapons, tools, or books. Um, now, um... I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about either. Oh, no. This. They're, oh, boy. They're, I'm seeing all the. You see what's in the. In the I do. And this is this is scary. So now books that offer dream interpretations can be helpful, but you'll often gain more insight by examining the dream from the unique lens of your own experience. So now people have plenty of things to say about their own dreams, but someone else's meaning might not hold true for you. Maybe you dream about a rabbit eating grass in the park. At first, this might seem like a simple and even somewhat boring dream, but when you dig a little deeper, you remember feeling happy and peaceful in the dream and that you wanted a pet rabbit as a child. Um, now, connecting these facts to your everyday life, you might conclude that spending time outside felt good and decide to visit the park more often. You might also realize that you enjoy having a pet in your life. I mean, who knows? You know? Yeah, I mean, um, the, the bottom line of all of it, though, is no one knows for certain what the purpose of dreams are. But at the end of the day, their true function might not really matter. If you find them mean, meaningful, then they have value to you. And that's all that really matters. Just be happy in your life, whatever that is. As long as you're not hurting another person through your dreams or through your waking actions, fuck them, y'all. And just, you know. They had a great goddamn time. Have a great goddamn time. That's right. So, Wow. Um, all right. And, you know, much like the, much like with this, uh, you, you know, with, with, with that topic, I mean, if, it, if this, we had any value, you know, you can, uh, you can go to Lotus effect show and uh, click on that. Uh, we like money button. Uh, you can, uh, you can boost us and with it, with a, with a podcast app that's, that lets you stream Satoshi's. We you can join it. us in the chat at Lotus chat and give us some requests for studio 33, which is coming up right after the show content. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I I think uh yeah we had a great goddamn time and uh, we did and i think uh you know so fucking over this we probably uh i think we really are i think everyone is yeah we're gonna end it uh this way jordan fades back swoosh and that's the game fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool and fuck you i'm out You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.